get uh, go back. We're using this week Jesus as our uh, object lesson about the power of the Holy Spirit, and <clears throat> and the reason is is because Jesus came to reveal to us the Father hasn't changed His mind about how we should live. Amen. Even though there has been an interruption with the first Adam. And let's, let me put this up here for you. Look at Romans chapter 5. Look at verse 12 for a moment. Romans chapter 5. And notice something here. It says, wherefore, as by one man, what happened? Sin did what? It entered into the world. By one man. Okay? So when we look at that, you know, just think about what would pass through your mind and say, how could one man's sin enter into the world? And so it's not physically, physical by itself. It's a spiritual death whereby we were all connected. So we all became sinners because of one man's transgression. So the law of sin and death or the knowledge of the law of sin and death entered into us all. Now, that knowledge, the, the knowledge of it, you may, from what particular background or your training or your upkeep, you may uh, carry things out in a worse manner than the other, but it all stemmed from this. Are you following what I'm saying? And so here... Notice this, and he says, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. That means spiritual death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Why? Because we were all created in him. Right? Okay. Let's go to the next verse. It says, for until the law, sin was in the world. See, before the law ever came, so the purpose of the law was to do what? Was to reveal, I need a Savior. Or it was to reveal our wickedness. Okay? Because notice it said, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. See? Sin is not what? Imputed when there is no. So the law didn't come to 2,000 years after Adam. After uh, Abraham. So from, uh, from Moses, or uh, from Adam to Moses, 2,000 years, that was no law. Same thing was taking place, but it was no law. Follow what I'm saying? From, and then from Moses to Jesus is another 2,000 years. Now, Jesus didn't come to teach the law. What did he do? Jesus came to fulfill the law. Are you following what I'm saying? And so that's the reason why we don't have to try to teach on the fulfilling of the law because you and I in this body would never be good enough. So it took someone with a perfect spirit, soul, and body to fulfill the law because the law is not given. I mean, the law is not forgiven. Or did you, get, did you catch what I said? It took a person, spirit, soul, and body that didn't have fault or flaws in it. We still got flaws. Two-thirds of us still got flaws. One-third of us is just. It's right. It's like God. 
but Jesus' spirit, soul, and body will sin less. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? That's the reason why when you and I hear the gospel or, or first heard or even as now, you are convicted in your conscience. Your conscience will bring you to a place of conviction. Why? Because it is the unadulterated word of God. It's not tainted. It's not watered down. It's pure. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? It's like taking Clorox that's pure and put it on a pair of jeans like this. What do you think going to happen? It's going gonna, it's gonna to bleach it. Are you following what I'm saying? Well, that's the word. Think about if a, 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 a chemical can do that. And it came, somebody had an idea. Words were put in place. What you think about when you hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, how it can purge your conscience from dead works. Just like I don't care how dirty a white sock get. You put that white sock in that water and you put some Clorox in there, it's over, Jack. Grass gone. The stain is gone. Right? Well, I'm telling you, Clorox don't have nothing on the word of God. So when you hear the gospel, when you hear the truth, then guess what take place? It's a cleansing. Are you understand what I'm saying? And you're steady being cleansed every time you hear. And here's my verse of scripture for that. Go to with me, First, first John, I mean, uh, First Peter 1, 9. Notice this, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. That's important. So you see, when you hear the word, not notice this, your soul is being affected. It's being convicted. It's changes. The transformation is taking place because it's hearing the pure word of God. That's why if the gospel if it's not radical, if it's not pure, it can't bring forth the change that you and I need so that you will not be continuously hung up in your past, continue hung up in situations where you've been. The gospel, it is so pure, it unhook. It unhook you from your past. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why people still run around here talking about generational curses, you know, uh, breaking ties, soul ties. Honey, let me tell you something. When you hear the truth, the soul tie has been broken. The only reason why you're still thinking on it and flirting with it is because you're now hearing the truth. You're not paying attention to the truth. That broke it. Are you understand what I'm saying? Jesus broke it. He, he took it on himself. Notice this, 1 John uh, 3, 8. He said, for this purpose was I, the Son of God, manifest. And, and I think, let's see, put it, put it in the Amplify. Uh, just, let's look at this for a moment. For this purpose, go back for a minute, Casey, before you put it in the Amplify. But look at it. 
Look at it from the King James. I want you to see it from the King James. For this purpose. Everyone say this purpose. See, he's telling you why I'm I'm here. So if he's here for this purpose, why do I need to still doing the, you know, you know, looking back in my past or uh, 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 attaching myself to things that I came out of. See, you have to choose. It's, a, it's the same setup that the first Adam had. But he chose the knowledge of good and evil. You and I still have to choose. We don't have to choose good. Just choose God. Uh, when you choose God, you chose the blood. You chose the name. Right? It'll totally eradicate everything in your life. When I'm free from something, man, I don't, I don't go back. I don't flirt with it. I don't talk about it. I don't mess with it. I'm done with that. Are you following what I'm saying? Until you understand the truth of the word, you'll keep flirting with your past. You'll keep flirting with this. You'll keep flirting. And one day, the flirt going to catch you. You're going to get caught. And not be able to come out of it. Satan don't have power to put you in there. He uses your own influence. And then once you make that decision, then he begin to start taking over because you're functioning from his kingdom because you made the decision to walk in there. Is that right? And that's the reason why, you know, you know even just like, you know, people who are, who are strung out on drugs right now. And you know, you think about it, you know, they are still chasing a high. The first time they got high, they are chasing that high. You're never going to, it, it's never going to. And so what happened? You become more addicted because you need something stronger. You need something a little bit stronger. You need something a little bit more stronger. Before you know it, you don't even know who you are. And then there's a drug out there called fentanyl. It'll kill you. You understand what I'm saying? It'll kill you. Okay. So Jesus said, for this purpose, the Son of God was what? What was he? For what? Why was he? He was manifested for what? That he might what? Destroy the works of of the devil. So now why do you, you think you need to go back and try to, why do you put yourself in a place of thinking, you know, well, I got to break off this soul tie. I heard this message about this person talking about soul tie and he was talking about generational curses and all that and I was just, <laughs> it's already broken. You say, well, why do people keep going? Because of an unrenewed mindset. When your mind is not renewed with the word, when you're not staying paying attention, staying focused with the truth of the gospel, then guess what? 
your mind, my mind, and everybody else's mind, it will gravitate back to what it was in. Why? Because it don't have nothing to keep it focused. Hmm? You have to exercise your senses. Just like you have to exercise your body, you have to exercise your soul, your senses to do what? Unto righteousness. That's what the scripture says in, in Hebrews 5.14. Unto righteousness. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's not your righteousness. It's, righteous, it's Christ's righteousness that you are not a partaking of. But if you, if you put yourself in a place of thinking, well, I can't say that. I can't do that because, you know, you know just look at me. I'm a mess. Well, that's the problem. You're looking at yourself from what you can see. You're not looking at yourself through the lenses of the truth of whose you are. You're looking through the lenses of your flesh, through your senses, through your emotion. And your emotion will keep you stirred. Amen? Okay, Casey, put it in the Amplifier. Now notice this. And look at that outer part of this. He said, the reason the Son of God was manifest Visible, that means he became physical. He became a man in a body. He's God, what is deity, but in his humanity, he, notice this, he's living as one that's being inspired by the Holy Ghost. He's empowered by the Spirit of God. I know that's kind of hard for us to accept, but Jesus didn't do what he did because he was God. Jesus didn't work miracles on his own. He was empowered through the Holy Ghost to do that. He was baptized in the Holy Ghost before he was able to perform any miracle. Hmm? He had to become one like you and I through and through so that you would be able to have somebody say, I don't have to go through that. Jesus already did that for me. I'm partaking of his victory. I'm a partake of his victory. Is that right? I'm, I'm eating from his table. Can you see that? That's what you're doing. We just, we are, we are the transportation carrying the precious blood of the lamb of victory that he won over the devil. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us to do what? To reveal to us what to say. And no matter what it is. Did I tell you about my dog? I told somebody about my dog. Oh, that was on my online class. My dog. Um, and just talking about the Holy Spirit, you know, I I had a phone call and I had to, you know, talk to someone about some things and whatnot that I can't talk about. And um, and so my wife said, babe, you need to go out there, and, you know, and I'm talking, and then I got to go run on the back porch and uh she kind of threw up one night to go wash that off. And, and in the midst of it, I thought, 
Mason was in the house. The dog ended up spending the <laughs> staying outside all night long. Now watch this. And I'm in the bed and I keep hearing this stretch. Now I'm just going to show you what human knowledge versus Holy Ghost knowledge. Now my intellect knowledge, because I was I was trained as a bug person, what stretches sound like sound like a rat. We call them rodents, but I'm going to just speak real to y'all. Sound like a rat. Stretching at the, stretching somewhere. And I jumped out of bed. You know, as a man, you know, when we hear something that, it's like we go into another mode. What, 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 what's going on here? Stretching on the. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you ready to go to war. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm I'm but I'm thinking I'm listening but the sound I'm hearing in the training that I heard and that's what I went with I never at one time asked the Holy Spirit Lord what is this sound my wife liked to have this fan on I don't know women love to have them fans so I cut the fan off she heard it too Stretching. Our dog don't bark unless you come to that door. And every, and every like 10, 15 minutes, I could hear. And I jump up and I'm looking. And I don't see nothing. Everything is closed. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, we got, we got armadillos and stuff in the back so that the light goes off and on. So I wasn't concerned about that because as long as they don't come on the porch, I'm good. And that goes on for a while. And, it, and then I come to the conclusion because Macy sleeps upstairs in her kennel and she has a, the bottom is vinyl, but it's on a rug. So I said, oh, that's a paw stretching on her, on her bed. So I went back to sleep. Now the Holy Spirit, I didn't realize it till my wife got up. He was trying to show me something, but because of my natural human knowledge, I went with my own wisdom. You see how simple it is, how we can miss it? I wasn't paying attention. I didn't, I mean, I didn't ask him, Lord, what is this? What's wrong? Why, why I hear this noise? Where is this coming from? And then my wife go, went upstairs like she normally do early in the morning. I'm, I'm still in bed. She said, Ty, Macy not, Macy not up here. Macy not. I said, yes, she's upstairs. She said, Macy is not here. Man, I jumped up. Oh, man. I put my shorts on. I was going outside. I was going to find my dog. And I, I went to the back and called. No word. So I said, uh-oh. So I went to the front door. I had my clothes on. I went to the I said, Macy, 
And there she was. She come running. My heart just dropped. To think about my dog was out there all night long. And she was stretching. And the moment when my wife said that uh, Mason went up there, it went back to my mind. The Holy Spirit was trying to show me the dog not in the house. I'm just, you know, I'm just, look at, just look at the list, how simple it goes to show you how easy it is to miss it. But she didn't go nowhere. She stayed right there. Now, when I opened that door and let her in, boy, she must, she got a pail, she got a bowl about that deep for water and about that. That girl drank that water, I mean, and I gave her some good cold water. I gave her some good alkaline water. I said, girl, you deserve some good water. <laughs> oh, she deserved that, man. I tell you what, my heart fell. I tell you, I was so touched. It was like, oh, man. My dog stayed out all night, and she didn't go nowhere. That still touched me today. And, and But my point is, is to do what? Jesus already destroyed, loosened the works of the enemy. And this is what I'm saying. You have to exercise your senses all the time. But there are just times we just think, I don't need to do that. And that was one of the nights I didn't think I needed to. And I said, Lord, I repent. I'm learning. I'm growing. So when things, even, you know, something don't look right or people call me, when, Lord, I, I'm, I'm supposed to handle this. What do you want me to say about this? Are y'all following what I'm saying? Why? Because he wants to be involved. Now, she's just a dog. But the Holy Spirit wanted to be involved because he knew we loved that dog. He gave us that dog. He gave us that dog. And the Lord wanted us to, you know, he wanted to, he want, he wanted to let us know. But I didn't have ears to hear. But thank God he watched over. And she stayed right there. Now, unless you're a dog lover, you don't, you know, you're saying, well, it's just a dog, Pastor. There ain't just no dog. That's a that's a big dog. That's a woo. That's a German shepherd, boy. <laughs> That's not one of them little hamsters like Zach and Kim got over there. All over the neighborhood. Don't know where their house at. They're all everywhere. Everybody got to bring them home. Everybody know who they, everybody know who they dog is. That, oh, that Zach, them dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got way over there. <laughs> but y'all understand what I'm saying? What I'm trying to, the point is, is that the reason the Son of God was manifest, visible, was to undo, dissolve, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil has done. Through one man transgression, that's what Jesus came to do. 
I didn't take advantage of it that night. This just happened. But I tell you what, it got my attention. It just, that's just how small things are, Daryl. Sometimes we don't think, but well, the Lord don't care nothing about that. He care about everything that concerns you. Everything. Are y'all getting this? All right. Now, let's look at this and close with this. Go to John chapter 11. We'll close with this. And again, using Jesus as an object lesson, look at Jesus. One of the things that he did, he raised the dead. And you don't hear, you, know, you may hear messages today that, you know, Jesus did this, Paul may have did this, Peter raised somebody from, but we don't, we don't, we don't focus to put it to the place of where it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do what? To enlighten you and to give you a confidence that you can lay hands on the sick or you can speak to the dead and they will get up. You hear about it, you know about it, but how many of us will actually go and tell that tell that about get up in the name of Jesus, rebuke death. We don't hear enough of this in our churches, and that's the reason why the body of Christ we are lacking. We got all what we need, but we don't know how to release it. Or we don't think that it is effective in the 21st century. And I'm telling you, the devil is a lie. Amen? Right, because the word is eternal. It has eternal life in it. Okay? Here we go. It said, now there was a man that was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, town of Mary, and her sister Martha. Keep going. And as... As it was that uh, Mary, which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, and whose brother Lazarus was sick. Let's put that in the NLT uh, case. Okay, so let's keep going. The two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. Now, you got to understand, Jesus spent time with these people. It's like family to him. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus is sick. Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive the glory from this. Whoa. That's powerful. So although Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. I want to say something to this. How many times you get a negative report? Oh, you know, somebody's sick. Oh, somebody in the hospital. Oh, this and that. And what? we want to jump up and go see. No anointing, no power, no nothing. You're just like everybody else. Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? What happened? Everybody sitting in the waiting room. Everybody sitting around. And, and, and nobody there with no action. No power. I just want to put us to the place, you know, in case something like that, don't just be jumping just to go. Take your time. Lord, be praying. Lord, 
What you want me to do with this? Are you following what I'm saying? And he'll show you. So Jesus was not moved. And finally, he said to his disciples, let us go to to Judea. But his disciples objected, Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of the daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. Keep going. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. But now I will go and wake him up. Disciples still didn't understand. Lord, if he's sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, and he said, and for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there. What did I tell you? Because, you know, you don't want to be all emotional. Watch this. You're going to see what emotion does. He said, <clears throat> for now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. And Thomas nicknamed the twin said to his fellow disciple, Let, let's go too and die with Jesus. That, that's the only expectation they had. They think about that flesh. Uh-huh. Anything about that pork chop, you know. Got to leave our pork chop on the fire. Let's go too. <laughs> he ain't had no church's chicken back then there, so yeah. So when Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was, he was told that Lazarus had already been in the grave for four days. How many days? Man, you go to the hospital and talk about raising somebody from the dead that been dead for four days. Oh, yeah. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. Now, this is four days. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Next verse. And Martha said to Jesus, Lord. If only you had been here, my brother would not have died. They forgot what he told them. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Watch this. And Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Notice this. Yes, I know. Next verse. Yes, Martha said. He will rise when everyone else is rise (laughs) at the last day. See, that's the only expectation she had. Jesus told her, I am. That's God speaking. I am the resurrection and the life. And anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. And everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, she said, Lord. I have always believed you are the Messiah. The son of God. 
The one who has come into the world from God. See, they had a form of knowledge. But the power thereof was being denied. It's like in our body. It's like in the churches today all over the globe. They have a form of God. They know of this, but they deny the power thereof. Come on now. Wait a minute. These are not just stories in the Bible. This is a real event for you and I to actually live out. Look. Yes, Lord, she told him, I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then the Lord, then the return, then she returned to Mary and she called Mary aside from the mourners and told her, the teacher is here. He wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. And Jesus stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. And when the people who were in the house consoling Mary saw her leaving so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave. You see what people mind at? Everybody's still emotional. Oh, she's grieving. Oh, let's go with her. Grab her. So they followed her there. And when Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. And look at this. It's got Jesus. And when Jesus saw her weeping, he saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger. Watch this. Welled up within him. He was deeply troubled. Why was that? That's why I wanted the NLT because they put this in a manner to show you. Notice this. A deep anger. Not at people. He was angry at what the devil had done. And the people didn't have no hope. But he knew that God planted him here so that even death, we could have faith to raise the dead. Are you seeing this? Where have you put him? He asked them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And the people who were standing nearby said, see how much he loved him? Watch this. But some said, this man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Look at that. Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. This anger was not at people. This anger is what he saw in Mary, Martha, all the people that loved Lazarus. And look what this death has done. This, look what this has done to all of these people that Jesus loved. <clears throat> so Jesus put himself in that place to remove that burden. He destroyed that yoke. We are partakers of that anointing now. Is that right? Jesus was still angry. He arrived at the stone, I mean at the tomb, a cave with a stone rolled across it, <clears throat> entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested. Lord, look at this now. She won a brother a lot. Lord, isn't that like you and I? We say, where they at? 
Let's go. But pastor, he's been dead for three days now. Hmm? Look what he said. Lord, he's been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Right? Keep going. Look at Jesus' response. Didn't I tell you? Sound like Jesus was like, he, he from southwest Louisiana. Didn't I tell you? You will see the glory of God if you what? Believe. So they rolled the stone aside and then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Wow. Then Jesus shouted. He didn't have to go in there. He's the word of life. He is the word of God. So what did he say? Lazarus, come out. What do you think happened? And the dead man came out, his hand, feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a head cloth, and Jesus told them, unwrap him. Whoa. And let him go. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But see, if you don't have no belief, see, you're thinking you have to do this. Your part, my part, is to believe He's in me to do the work. The Holy Spirit is right there because what Jesus did right here, the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that was with Jesus right there, is the same Holy Spirit that's right here, right now, working in each one of us. If we believe. That's why your faith is not in someone else's hand. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All of us believe. You got to grow in that. I gave you this verse of scripture and I'm going to stop. Uh, Hebrews chapter 5, I think it's verse 14, about exercising your senses unto righteousness. I believe that's the verse of scripture. Solid food belongs to those who are mature, who through what? Training. Have the skills to do what? Recognize the difference from what? Right and wrong. I like the King James. Put it in the old King James. Watch this. But strong meat belongs to them that are what? Full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses what? Exercise. Watch this. I like this. To discern. See? See? Your senses have to be exercised because if you don't keep exercising them, then you'll keep going with status quo. Both good and evil. Amen? I want to just throw that in before we end. Did y'all learn anything tonight? We're still